Hi, everybody. So I was thinking, let's take a fun break because this has been some heavy stuff. So we're going to go back to Mary in a moment, but I kind of just want to read this fun thing right here. Because a lot of, I'm, um, I'm not going to tell you what it is ahead of time. It'll spoil the fun. Cha-cha-cha. So instead, I'm just going to read it, and then I'll tell you at the end. All right. On the computer screen, what do you see? Picture it. Close your eyes. It's an old computer screen, not these new touchscreen ones. No, let's go back, back, back to 1980, 70s, something like that. That kind of computer screen where it's like little pixelated. One little letter comes out on the time and it says, So close, it has no boundaries. A blinding cursor pulses on the electric darkness like a heart coursing with phosphorus light burning beneath the derma, you know, skin, derma. Dermatologist, okay. Of black neon glass. A phone rings, begins to ring. We hear it as it continues. We are making, we hear it as though we were making the call. Yeah, yeah, okay. The cursor continues to throb, relentlessly patient, until a man's voice. Yeah. Data now slashes across the screen. Information flashing faster than can read. Call trans opt colon received 1998 February to February 19. Timestamp 132418. Record log period. Is everything in place? On the screen it says trace program running. We listened to the phone conversation as though we were on the third line. The man's name is C-Y-P-H-E-R. Cipher. The woman's name is Trinity. Trinity says, I said, is everything in place? The entire screen, with racing columns of numbers, shimmering like green electric rivers, they rush at a ten-digit phone number to the top screen. Corner. Cypher says, You weren't supposed to relieve me. I know, but I felt like taking a shift. The area code is identified. The first three numbers suddenly fixed, leaving only seven flowing columns. Cypher says, I like him, don't you? You like watching him? We begin moving toward the screen, closing in as each digit is matched, one by one, snapping into place like the wheels of a slot machine. Don't be ridiculous. You're going to kill him. Do you understand that? He's going to die just like the others. Morpheus believes 
He is the one. Only two, on the screen we see only two thin digits left. Cypher says, do you? I, it doesn't matter what I believe. You don't, do you? If you have something to say, I suggest you say it, Morpheus. I intend to, believe me. Someone has to. Then finally, the final number pops into place. Did you hear that? Hear what? On the screen it says, trace complete call origin number 312-555-0690. Are you sure this line is clear? Yeah. Of course, I'm sure. We move still closer. The electric hum of the green numbers growing into an ominous roar. I better go. She hangs up as we pass through the numbers, entering the netherworld. Minecraft players... Entering the netherworld of the computer screen, suddenly a flashlight cuts open the darkness and we find ourselves in... Scene change. The internal interior of the hotel called Heart of the City. It is nighttime. The hotel was abandoned after a fire licked its way Fire licked its way across the polyester carpeting, destroying several rooms as it spooled suit up the walls and ceilings, leaving the patterns of permanent, permanent shadow. We follow, follow police officers, four armed police officers using flashlights as they creep down the blackened hall and ready themselves on either sides of room number three. Oh, three. The biggest of them violently kicks in the door and the other cops pour in behind him, guns thrust before them. The big cop, please freeze! The room is almost devoid of furniture. There is a fold-up table and chair with a phone, a modem, and a PowerBook computer. The only light in the room is the glow of the computer. Sitting there, her hand still on the keyboard, is Trinity. A woman in black leather. Yeah, that's Trinity. The big cop says, hands behind your head. Now, do it! She slowly puts her hands behind her head. Scene change. We are now on the exterior of the hotel named Heart of the City, still nighttime. A black sedan with tainted windows glides in through the police cruisers. Agent Smith, Agent Brown, Agent Jones, Three agents get out of the car. They wear dark suits and sunglasses, even at night. They are also always hard-wired. Small, secret service earphones in one ear. The cord 
coiling back into their shirt collars. Agent Smith says, "Lieutenant." Lieutenant says, "Oh shit." Agent Smith says, "Lieutenant, we were given specific orders." Lieutenant says, "I'm just doing my job. You give me that jurisdic, jurisdiction, and you can cram it up your ass." Agent Smith says, "The orders were for your protection." Lieutenant laughs. I think we can handle one little girl. Agent Smith nods to Agent Brown as they start toward the hotel. Lieutenant says, "I sent two units. They're bringing her down now." Agent Smith says, "No, Lieutenant. Your men are already dead." Don don don. Scene change. We're now in back inside the heart of the city hotel, where the battle continues. No, not the 